0: On this week's episode of No More Beans, we talk about when holidays don't go to plan. You are not burning boob. Holidays that are better than expected. We didn't actually find the Emmy until the last day. And how to avoid expensive holiday costs. There's a magic button that people don't know about. (laughs) Plus, we'll be chatting to our special guest, budget travel expert Chelsea Dickinson, who will be revealing loads of cheap holiday hacks.
1: Hello and welcome to No More Beans, I'm Jess. And I'm Tom. And we're editors at Save the Student, helping you save cash. How are you doing, Tom?
2: I'm doing very well, thank you, Jess. How are you?
1: I am very good. We've got a really exciting topic for this episode, I think. So we're talking all about holidays and travel and how you can save money um, on your holidays. So we've got a really exciting guests coming later.
2: I am really excited for this.
1: Yeah. We've got Chelsea Travel. Um, that's not our real name, although no. she should definitely change it to that, I think. Yeah. Um, she basically went on 10 holidays in a year for a stupidly low price and she's absolutely full of loads of tips and hacks on how to save money on flights and accommodation and get all sorts of cool things with your holiday. So we've got that coming up later in the show, but first of all, I thought we could Talk about our own holidays that we went on at uni and our kind of funniest holiday stories, because I know I've got a fair few of
0: those.
2: Yeah, especially as as I'm sure Chelsea will kind of make clear later, she makes holiday booking and all the rest of it look so easy. But for us mere mortals, <laughs> yeah. it, it's not quite as easy.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, so basically my kind of funniest holiday story was when I went into railing um, in, at uni, um, and also, aside, before we get into this, if you are listening to this and you are 18, you can get a free interrailing pass this year. Potentially, maybe this year alone, depending what happens with Brexit. Um, this is inc-
2: I mean, I am so jealous of that. What's I- in, what, four countries or something?
1: Yeah, so it's a 30-day pass. You can go to a max of four countries, I think. But honestly, like, that is an amazing deal. Um, yeah. And I think they go on sale in June. So, yeah, if you are 18, as of I don't know. It's June, July time. We'll put um, the link in the, in the yeah, yeah. We'll notes. put the link in the podcast notes because I'm just waffling now. Anyway, uh, so my, when I went into railing um, in uni, we decided when we got to Austria that we'd stay in like a teepee in the Austrian mountains because we thought, oh, this is going to be so cool. But we didn't like when you go into railing you take like a backpack and you've got to carry it around for a month so we didn't take any like camping supplies or anything like that we just didn't really think about it and then we rocked up at this teepee in Austria and it was literally just like a wooden an empty wooden shack basically there was no beds there was no mattresses there was nothing um so we were just like great okay um and then the sort of cooking area was literally just like a I don't know, like some rocks that you could make your own campfire in. And we had like nothing other than a lighter and that was it. So um, there was all these like German and Austrian families who'd like rocked up in their like people carrier with like all of their camping supplies and cooking oils and, you know, lighter fluid. And then they were just looking at us, these like stupid <laughs> British tourists with a lighter. And then we were like, right, we need some kind of like, we had found some logs, but we needed some kindling, you know, like paper to get it going. And my friend had a copy of Vogue um, with us on the trip, and he was just like, "Don't you dare look at that Vogue!" And I was like, "Well, we need papers." Like, you are not burning Vogue.
2: Who was on the cover?
1: Oh God, I don't know. But he was adamant that we weren't burning Vogue. He was like, "Literally, I will die if we have to burn Vogue." So we had I printed off a copy of the itinerary for the trip, which was an important document because it was the itinerary for the trip. Yeah. Um, and we had to burn that instead. So I was very annoyed that we um halfway so wait, through the holiday. How did
2: you know what to do? Well, exactly.
1: We just wandered around Europe for the rest of the trip and a lost note. Obviously, I had it on my phone and stuff, but it was like my my printed out copy that we had to burn so we could make Christ. food in the middle of the Austrian mountains. And afterwards, I was like, that was such a stupid idea.
2: Oh dear. I mean, I can't really think of too many things like that. I mean, I've already said on a previous podcast about when I uh, ended up in my overdraft Um I'd hit my limit and I couldn't get any money out. I didn't have any money on me. Um, And I basically had to like go to a bank and beg them to let me, uh, to let me phone back to my bank at home. Um, I think other than that, I mean, it's not really like organizational fails or anything, but when I went to Belize, uh, I hadn't anticipated just how humid and how hot it would be Mm. and how bad the insects bites, insect bites would be. It was a hundred percent humidity about thirty degrees every single day. And also where we were staying was like surrounded by trees. So even though when you went outside of the like the kind of mm. the camp, there was like a bit of a breeze within the camp, nothing. So like you walk outside and it's like dripping in sweat. Yeah. Doing manual labour all day.
1: Oh my god. Yeah.
2: The water you had to walk down the road to get water because um like the tap water wasn't drinkable. Yeah. Um so you had like a, a bottle of water that you just kind of, you wanted to make it last because you didn't want to go oh. on that long walk again, but it was the insect bites that got me. I remember when we were in the airport flying out of Belize, I kind of counted so I had insect bites all over my arms, all over my legs. And I remember doing like a count on one arm of how many, in, uh, how many mosquito bites I had. And I used that as like an estimate, you know, cause every limb was equally affected And I calculated that I had over 250 mosquito bites on me. Oh, my
1: God. That sounds horrendous. I mean, I'm really lucky I never, ever get mosquito bites. I think I've had one in my entire life well thanks for
2: thanks for bringing it up Jess
1: yeah I just you know thought I'd share my share that with you I
2: hate people who don't get bitten
1: yeah I don't know what it is like I don't it's just isn't it something to do with your blood or something like something that
2: Something like that, or I just I think they like people that smell good probably mm,
1: well anyway if you <laughs> if you want to share your own um, holiday stories with us you can get in touch in the usual ways you can um, send us a voice message on whatsapp just head to savethestudent.org forward slash whatsapp to join the group you can email us um, at student.org or you can tweet us at Save the Student. So we've got a really special guest with us on the show today. We're joined by the one and only Chelsea Dickinson, also known by her friends and us here at Save the Student as Chelsea Travel, or that was... The nickname that we've given yeah. you anyway, so <laughs> I like thank you it. for joining I like it us. A lot.
0: Thank you for having me,
1: no problem. So, basically, Chelsea made headlines a few months ago when she took 10 holidays in a year for half the cost of the average Brits' annual holiday spend. So, that is just £1,700, or to put it another way, just £170 per holiday.
2: Yeah, that's pretty incredible, Chelsea. Um, but obviously, there were certain rules that yeah. you had to stick to, so I think there was. Uh, there was one about having to have at least one business class flight. Yeah, each one had to be two tough. days or more. Yeah,
0: and I had a couple that had to be five nights or more. Because oh wow,
2: okay. Because mm-hmm.
0: in my head I was thinking you could do ten city breaks. You I know, was for this. 170 pound a pop. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I was like, right, we're going to have to make this a little make bit more harder. difficult. Definitely. Yeah, and also I, I couldn't take uh, too many days off work. I do have an actual yeah. job. Yeah. That needs to fund the holidays. So yeah, yeah I, I guess... couldn't go on a. Six-month stretch somewhere. Was that
2: was that basically your whole holiday use for the entire yeah. year, just went on the challenge? Yeah, I
0: think it added up to 28 days annually. Well, that's oh. a good use of a holiday. Yeah, right I know. There. I know, yeah. exactly. So I just didn't go to the dentist for a year. So, yeah. you know, my teeth are <laughs> in ruins, but I had a really nice time.
1: So why did you decide to do the challenge? Was it because you wanted to save money, or was it just to kind of prove you could do it? Like, what was the kind of...
0: I guess what it was... Oh, I don't know about you. Do you ever go onto Instagram and you see all these incredible travels that everyone's going on? You're just thinking, how are you affording yep. to go on yep. this many holidays? All the time. <laughs> so I kind of had that moment of going, no, come on, guys, you know. Is it possible? I, you look at some people mm-hmm. and think, I don't know how you're affording this. But at the same time as, as I was kind of just wishing I was like a hashtag Insta model, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, an article came back, yeah. It was at the end of December 2016. And it was that the average British person spends £3,418 a year on holidays. And I was that is, like... That is obscene." have seen. And that's exactly what I said, Tom. I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I, as I said, my friends call me Chelsea Travel, you call me Chelsea <laughs> Travel. Um, I'm a bit of a, a travel agent to everybody, yeah. I love finding a good deal. Um, so it just kind of went into a full travel power mode, yeah. I guess. And mm-hmm. I was like, right, this is a great excuse to try and do it. Obviously, spending £1,700 a year is still a lot of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had to cut back on spending so much on clothes and things like that. But I was like, I am willing to put this cash forward to to give it a go. Yeah. Nice one. Cool.
2: Um, So obviously, you know, traveling alone is alright some of the time, but I'm guessing that you travel with other people as well when you went through I did. I did.
0: So for, actually for all of my trips, I either travelled with someone or I travelled somewhere and met up with somebody. Okay, cool. Uh, Like a friend who lived abroad or something like that. Um, My boyfriend got dragged along to seven of them.
2: Wow. I mean, you say dragged along.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I'd quite like to be dragged along to seven holidays. He literally (laughs) turns up. He has no clue. one of them. He actually had no clue. I hadn't told him really? where he was going. Really, that's yeah. exciting. Which one was that? So that was the one. Well, I knew I had to do business class, and yes. I was like, "How am I gonna do this?" Because that was pretty pricey. Um, but British Airways, you can actually fly to your uh, around Europe with them in their Club Europe classes. has that's how they say it. Uh, which the best thing. This is what you need to know. British Airways Lounge you get to go in the same lounge as the people like flying really far away the, the hot shots <laughs> so there is Free poor Grey Goose that's what I'm saying wow, wow. There's, free, there's a Free pool Bar so I was like I am in for this Um, so I decided to take my boyfriend didn't tell him where he was going he was in his head was thinking going to New York and go (laughs) wherever Uh, we flew business class to Benidorm
2: wow
0: (laughs) it was epic were you the only
2: people in business class on that flight? (laughs) I think
0: there was about six of us we had a right party it was great Um, so yeah it flies into Alicante um but my my boyfriend's called james and his grandparents go to benedorm twice a year and have done for the last 30 years so we went and surprised them and it was really really fun that's cute yeah yeah it was cool
1: but i mean so obviously you mentioned that you're you were always with someone but i assume you were mainly just in like one or two people because i'm one of those people like traveling in large groups is great but i also feel like that i can make it more expensive so i went into railing a couple of years ago for a month and there was eight of us who did it together, which mm-hmm. looking back now, is like a horrendous idea. Eight people. Were you in
0: charge of that spreadsheet? I was. Yes, oh. I was in charge of
1: everything. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think it can make it a bit more expensive because you just can't be as flexible and it's just really yeah. difficult. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's better to go in a small like, couple or?
0: All my holidays, bar one, was in a couple yeah um either mates or my mum or james um one of them was a group holiday to Mm. Dubai, and yeah because if i if we had done the same holiday as everyone else it would have it would have taken away most of my budget yeah like they spent so much money so we had to make that active decision to stay Mm -hmm. somewhere different to them get a different flight. So I get it. Saving money isn't always the most sociable, especially when you're with people who would rather pay for ease, you know? And, you know, you're having to save the pounds by staying somewhere not so nice, perhaps. Um, Group travel, though, if you get it right, oh, my goodness. Mm. We're talking the lush villas. We're talking... Oh, yeah. Because I don't know if you're the same. I often start looking for a holiday with a cheap flight. Yeah, yeah, always. And the more and more I think about it, the more I'm like, I'm doing this wrong. We're all doing this yeah. wrong. It, you should be looking for your accommodation first. Yeah. I'm
2: having this at the moment. I've just booked a holiday uh, to Florida and we booked the flights and we like, oh, so good. They're so cheap. And now it's just like, my God, everywhere is expensive. Yeah. To stay, isn't it? Mm.
0: So I think, honestly, especially if you're traveling in the group, the best way is to kind of do it backwards. Um Airbnb is fantastic. We all use Airbnb, right? Of course, yeah. The problem is right now, everyone knows about it. So you're competing with lots of people who are trying to book on Airbnb, but at the same time, you've got a load of people trying to make a quick buck or two by putting their average flat on there we have no interest in staying in listen we're here for the true Airbnb experience right and so many of
2: them get five stars and I feel like they have five stars because they're not crap rather than being good yeah Yeah,
0: exactly and I have quite even though I'm all about the cheap travel I like a nice holiday I agree you know this isn't about slumming it yeah exactly Um, so a really good tip is especially like Time Out have started compiling their favourite Airbnbs for certain big cities or big holiday hotspot destinations. Mm -hmm. What is really good, so we'll take New York, an example, where accommodation is so expensive. Yeah. They have a top 20 Airbnbs in New York. And what I would do instead is actually find a really cool, lush Airbnb with the time frame that you want to fly in because if you book mm. early, if you get the good ones early, they're still really well priced. There's yeah. one on there, I'm sh- I swear, it's like $80 a night and it's so, so nice. And you could get cool. four people in there, you know, yeah, $20 yeah. a night yeah. is a absolute deal. So I guess with group holidays, I just feel like you have to be more organised. You yeah. can save mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you need someone who's going to take control because... Yeah, you need a group leader. Absolutely. And yep. it normally ends up being me and my group. Yeah, so, like so it it's always me. You I mean,
2: you've kind of made a rod for your own uh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, it should be me.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned before about you normally start with a cheap flight and then mm-hmm. go from there. So what are your tips for finding those cheap flights?
0: My, my first step is always Skyscanner. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is not because it's just so nice to use. I think that as well. Yeah, yeah. It it's so slick. You don't sometimes get the best prices, but it's the best place to start, yeah. I believe. It is the first step. And if you've, you've never used Skyscanner before, it's a search engine, so you don't buy directly from Skyscanner. No. Yeah. They have started introducing that. I've really? like seen that. Yeah, there's Ooh. a couple of fights now that you can. Mm-hmm. I think Skyscanner Scanner going to take over the world. Are they cheaper? Uh, They are using one of the cheaper sites that they've Mm. found rather than buying direct. So they can be cheaper, yes. Okay. I start with Skyscanner, but I always double-check everything with Momondo. Uh, which, again, is a search engine. It, it's really good, but I just prefer the interface for Skyscanner, yeah, in, in all honesty. Uh, and also, I follow loads of really great groups. So there's Jack's Flight Club, which is a guy called Jack, and yep. he posts all about the cheap flights out there. He has a Facebook page that you can sign up to. However, he sends out the, the deals straight away to his subscribers, who have to pay £25. I was going to say, are you a subscriber? I am a subscriber, and I would say it's worth the £25 okay. A year. A year? So, yeah. Oh, wow, okay, because
2: I signed up quite recently when I was looking to book. Um, didn't go for the, the paid version. Mm-hmm. Booked my flights for my holiday coming up. And then a day later, got an email oh. about cheap flights to Florida from all over the UK. I was just like, come on, Jack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is a year. So if you break it down, that's pretty...
2: That is cheap. If you plan to go on like more than one trip, I would say, that would be You can normally save
0: it in one booking, yeah. you know? That's yeah, probably yeah. the way to think about it. If you're really looking to save money... Can you get the deals that he's posting elsewhere? Yes. So okay. there's a there's a website called secretflying.com and you can also follow it on Facebook. The problem is Jack's Flight Club is tailored to the UK. Mm. You're only going to hear about UK things and in your preferences you can say what airports you're looking to fly yeah. from. I. you're not going to get bombarded. When you when I sign on to Facebook, I get a flurry of Facebook groups. <laughs> they all appear first in my yeah. timeline. So I know loads about great deals from Singapore to Manila. <laughs> you know, it's not very handy. So £25 for the ease, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Um, and what I would say, if if you see a really cheap flight come up on one of these websites, but the dates aren't working for you that they, they've yeah. kind of put out there, Google Flights is really handy. Okay. Because it re- it's got like a calendar view. And it shows you patterns very well. Okay. So whilst it will not show you as cheap as whatever someone yeah. has said, it will show you the similar patterns and where they land elsewhere ah, okay. mm-hmm. in the upcoming months. Yeah. yeah. So then you can return to your Momondo or your Skyscanner and find it for the cheaper price, but you'll know what dates to look for. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's really handy. Is it still
1: a case of booking as far and as advanced as you can? Or can you sometimes get the last minute deals or...
0: Or not? Oh, I wish I knew the answer <laughs> to that magic question. There's an app that's, really, that's quite handy, which is called Hopper, okay. uh, which tells you the average time it collates um, okay. flights. And mm. it, yeah. you can say where you're going and it'll say, listen, the best time based on our data is six weeks before. Yeah. And they'll send you a notification book now or it's going up. Yeah. And they'll kind of okay. keep you across it. In general, if you are going during the school holidays going to st paddy's day you know yeah. yeah if it's a big thing that lots of people go into book earlier because yeah. yeah, yeah. they know what they're doing mm-hmm. they're gonna you know they're gonna make a lot of money out of you and it's also the case of even if the, uh, uh even if the airplane is pretty empty it doesn't mean that the, the flight prices will go down
1: so how do you decide where to go like you know obviously you did the ten holidays like how was it like the mainstream destinations or do you try to mix it up with some kind of less well known ones kind how do you work that out
0: yeah, for me, I had, Dubai was a friend's birthday, so I had no, I right, probably, okay. I, I definitely wouldn't have chosen to go to Dubai on a say, money, you yeah. know, yeah. sense. Yeah. Not I the cheapest think, one, is it? I think a third of my budget went on I that. was going to
2: say, I was looking at the oh. list earlier, and it was, that was quite a short trip as well, wasn't it, Dubai? Yeah, like, it was four nights, it didn't yeah. even count
0: as a five-nighter, I was oh, absolutely no. gutted. Um, in general, it was based on what was coming in at good value. Mm-hmm. And if I had been planning ahead for the entire year, I probably could have done other trips for cheaper. Hmm. But I was very much booking only like a month in advance okay. for every single one. Oh wow! Just because it okay. was to off be fair, the though, curve.
2: that makes me quite, quite positive about the fact that yeah. I only book holidays generally. Yeah. Then,
0: but I, th- I feel like the kind of holidays I was going on were quite spontaneous. So it, I. I think if I had planned them all a year in advance, it would have felt like cheating a little bit. Yeah. You know, so it was can more I do fun this to do this year? while well, exactly. I've already worked it out, and yes, yeah. I can. <laughs> exactly. In general, I was going on price. Yeah. But that was brilliant because it meant that I went to places that I would never, ever have chosen to go to before.
1: Because, I mean, I always find if you go to like, the mainstream destinations, like, they can be a bit of a tourist trap, like, you get there expecting great things, so, like, last summer, I went to Italy, and I went to Rome, and obviously, I don't know, I just expected it to be a lot better than it was, like, I got there, I went in, like, peak summer, it was August, it was so many crowds, it was yeah. just ridiculous, and I just kind of felt like, I don't know, I would have probably been a lot better going somewhere a bit more off the beaten track, hmm. which would have been cheaper, but...
0: But, you know, sometimes it's about, I I totally concur I, I think the same um and that's why so i did that as my challenge last year and filmed it all for youtube mm-hmm. and this year i'm doing more of a thing called ask a local
1: yep. where i
0: start the day by going for breakfast and i say to the local person now i'm like right what what do you recommend next where would you show yeah. your friend oh, that's I love coming doing that i saw
2: your one was it was it Budapest you went to or somewhere?
0: Where did you You went to you one where it? basically
2: every place oh. that you ended up going to was closed. Oh, Istanbul. Istanbul, that's yeah, what it
0: was. Yeah, yeah. There was a bit of an English uh, language barrier <laughs> <Yeah>. in Istanbul <laughs> with a lot of people we spoke to. Yeah. Um, but the great thing is you just get chatting to the locals yeah. so one that went really really well we did one in new york and it was so good I because imagine that would be cool. we ended up in a bar with loads of other americans we yeah. went for dinner with them we went out Ooh. with them they're coming to london this weekend coming up and we're taking them out oh, wow. oh, so, so cool. you know just from chatting to people yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like you get because you're right going to those tourist kind of hot spots you could yeah. end up doing the same thing there you know 20 people have done before you already that day. Yeah. However, just imagine hearing someone say to you, oh, London, God, you just do the same thing as everyone else. Yeah, We all live in London, right? Yeah. We could all say some cracking places yeah. that yeah, people yeah. would never go to. So yeah. it's all about trying to find them, I think. Yeah, And I think that's where things like Airbnb or choosing your hotel area yeah. is really interesting. Stay away from the tourist hotspots, unless it's completely convenient for your yeah. travel needs. Yeah. I always prefer to stay in a little kind of um, yeah, uh, maybe a trendy little boutique. Boutique area. Yeah. Away well, that kind of leads us on nicely
2: to accommodation because I think when I first like heard about your story, the thing I was like most captured by was the fact that You got two weeks free accommodation in Paris Mm. and you stayed in... Was it an Emmy Award winner's apartment or Oscar winner's apartment?
0: An Emmy Award winner's
2: apartment. Just quickly on that. Did you ever find out who it was?
0: Yeah, I knew who it was from the the get-go. Is it it
2: somebody we know of? No. So they
0: were a casting director. Even so. Yeah. But so she knew a lot of famous people. But yeah, she was uh, very good at her job.
2: So one word, how?
0: Okay, so... Let's start with two weeks in Paris for free. Uh, The beautiful thing called house-sitting, which from the get-go, when I decided to do this, I did that thing that we've probably all done at some point, which is Google free accommodation. Yeah. And go, it doesn't exist. But it does exist, and it exists in the form of house-sitting. So it could be that you're looking at someone's cat, someone's dog, someone's rabbits, or you could literally be... Um, watering someone's pot plants which is the one that is the yeah, one, that's dream <laughs> one. <laughs> um, I got um, what I believe is the ideal pet sit which I was looking after a really gorgeous little cat
2: I'm so jealous and
0: I love cats and yep. the great thing about cats and in particular this cat it just needed feeding in the morning and if we were to go out we had to ask her to come back in and we closed and locked the doors and she had to stay inside which for me was the perfect way because it didn't mean that i'd come back and be like the cat's dead yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> i awesome. always knew where the cat was um so i use a website called nomador.com which is brilliant there's quite a few and um, great uh, pet sitting house sitting websites out there and um, I've, I've got a whole video on it on my channel how many holidays in fact because it breaks down there's loads however nomador is really good because it has a totally free option so it gives you up to three chances to get like uh, to start communicating with someone to get yeah. a house sit, uh, and after that you can pay for just three months rather than a year. A lot of them you have to pay uh, you know like sixty mm, quid yeah. for the year, yeah. and it feels like quite a lot of money. But I think it, it was I think it only works out about twelve pounds for three months. So you know it's worth a punt, yeah, yeah. Yeah. almost. And what I would say, we didn't have any house sitting experience. Which therefore doesn't make us look as desirable. Yeah. You know, as people to choose to come into your house and look after yeah, your yeah. pets. But we've done loads of Airbnb, so we sent them our Airbnb profile with all oh, our idea. Yeah. Recommendations on it. I sent them my LinkedIn profile with all my, you know, I'm legit,
2: I promise. Yeah, exactly.
0: This is my CV. But it's all about they're having to trust a total stranger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can, and that's actually, they told me that's the reason they picked us in the end because we had such good reviews on Airbnb and it's the same kind of vibe, isn't it? Someone coming into your home and looking after it. Um, so yeah, we got two free weeks in this gorgeous three-story house of a terrace in Paris. It was lush, and then the other one was New York. We stayed in our one-point-seven million-dollar apartment <laughs> overlooking oh. <laughs> so the Statue of Liberty oh God. in New York. And can I just say that this one was incredibly lucky? Yeah. Uh, this was the last trip I had basically spent up. I had booked two nights uh, New York and then flying to Miami for six nights. Obviously, you know, America is probably one of the priciest places to get accommodation. New York, especially. And I was booking with a month to go around Christmas (laughs) in New York. And I got to the point where I even rang the airline and was like... Please refund my flights. Wow! <laughs> I, like, I will.
2: But, but that that because that was one of your rules, wasn't it? To go to three continents. So I yeah. Guess that was like the final kind of box ticked.
0: Yeah. And well, I messed up Asia, didn't I? Because I went to Dubai. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, you should go to Asia for the cheap accommodation. Yeah. Yeah, and I messed yeah. it up by going to the place that didn't have cheap accommodation. Um. So yeah, I was really, and this is how I came across this website because I was really panicking that not even I couldn't even get a hostel. For a good price. Really? Wow. The hostels were like £100 a night. Oh, my God. And you, then you have to pay per person. Yeah. yeah. So I was really freaking out. And I was like, right, I need I, I need to do something. So I found a website called Love Home Swap, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a home swapping website. I rent. Yes, yeah, so you I can't shop your I, home. I wish I owned. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be lovely. Um, so initially, I totally wrote it off. I was like, oh, this is cool but it's not going to work for me. Yeah. However, I looked a bit... They, they I must have entered my details somewhere because they rang me the next day. You know when they get you in yeah. so, so you can have a little look around the website? They rang me and I was like, I love the look of the website, but it just won't work for me because like, I can't put my own home on. Um, and they said, oh, okay, we understand. You do need to put your home on to use the website. And I was like, okay. But I was ha- I'm interested in this kind of thing, so I was having a chat with them. Anyway... When you sign up for membership, you can choose light, medium or premium membership and they give you points. So for the premium, you get a thousand points and what those points act as are, if you can't do a swap at the same time as someone else, you could instead offer points and in return those people could use those points at another point with someone else. Mm -hmm. So there's a bit of a currency for when the direct swaps aren't going to work out for you. Yeah. So instantly in my head, I'm thinking, that's very interesting. Yeah. Because I could put my house, I could put my flat on. I don't need to actually swap it. Yeah, You do need to this accept it. This is a bit anything. naughty. This is naughty. I'm sure love home <laughs> swap. Don't enjoy the yeah. fact that my flat's down. I can't swap it. D-
2: disclaimer, we do not encourage this.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I did initially. Um, but... As it turns out, I should be very transparent with all of this. Um, my boyfriend actually does own a flat in Manchester. Oh, so wow. I ended up swapping it. So if Love Swap are, oh, Home Swap are oh, listening, don't mm. worry. It's <laughs> legit now. But initially, I was thinking about how I could use it to the best of my ability. Yeah. Um, but so I went on, loads of places in New York. I was like, great, this is going to be amazing. They gave me a two week free trial. Cool. So I was like, right, I've got two weeks to try and find something message, everybody did not get many replies Um no. I was like "Oh, it was too good to be true mm, of course. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't going to work and then literally on the day before my trial ended I got one message back being like hey we were looking to swap someone but it looks like no one needs our place so therefore we're willing to swap the points nice. and it was this apartment which uh, the pictures looked nice, I could tell it was nice mm. but that's why the pictures weren't very good and um, when we arrived, we our jaws kind of dropped a bit because <laughs> everything in there was so expensive. I think,
2: well, I mean, you must have kind <sighs> of known you were onto a winner when you saw an Emmy on the wall. Like,
0: <laughs> well, we didn't. There wasn't any picture. We didn't actually find the Emmy until the last day. Oh, really? It was on on the profile. It had said that oh. she was an Emmy award winner, so that's oh, how right. we knew that yeah, there yeah. might be an Emmy somewhere. Nice. So we were trying to find it, but we were just blind. It was like on the mantelpiece the entire time. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's a bit of a gamble, what I'd say. So because we had to sign up for a yearly membership, and that yearly membership cost us hundred eighty pound. So that's uh, if you if you don't find something, it's a massive mm. hit. But then if you um, do. Like, but we did. Yeah. yeah. And it was, we only used 500 points. So I worked out the price based on, because we've since used it again. I've yeah. used it for other holidays yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So it worked out at £22.50 a night each.
1: Wow. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, so York.
0: no taxes, because obviously it's not taxable. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's not a hotel, is it? It's no. just, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're in a bit of a tight place, it might be worth looking at. But I, I got very lucky. Yeah. Having said that, my parents have since signed up, and they've been to stayed in a penthouse apartment in Berlin. They've wow. got a week in Suffolk. They are loving it. Yeah. Yeah. And they they do have a house and they own it. Love yeah. oh, so they, Don't worry, they so they can They are mm-hmm. legit. <laughs> yeah, but
1: I mean, so obviously you got as you say you got quite lucky with these. But was there any accommodation that you went to which just like wasn't great?
0: Oh yeah, because we've all been there. Right? Oh yeah. So in Miami, I did. I used a website called Oh goodness, it escapes you now. It was there's so many these days, isn't there?
2: We'll pop the link when Chelsea well, remembers we'll put it in the podcast. Y- yes. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um but it's it was like private. It was a bit like Airbnb, but it's just okay. private rooms in people's homes. Yeah. Homestay. Yeah. Homestay.com yeah. Homestay. Okay, yeah. and it's got really good reviews. I just we, we actually chose a room that had good reviews, but um yeah there were there were cockroaches. Oh. I mean it's Miami. Oh, I do get it that yeah. it's the climate for it. Um, but there was just quite a few things that weren't right with the mm-hmm. place. Yeah. And, like, we just got left alone. We They left us a key and then one came and spoke. To. It was all a bit mm. weird to the extent where we, we left a day early. Really? We checked into an Airbnb, yeah. Wow. Yeah, which actually worked out good for the budget because um, we got an Airbnb last minute. Yeah. Uh, and therefore we haggled.
2: For oh, those wow. of you who okay, don't yeah. know,
0: you can haggle on Airbnb. Um do you
2: just message them directly?
0: Yeah, because um, there's a magic button that people don't know about, <laughs> which for the owner is called Send Offer. So whilst you might have a, a number that's on the website, they yeah. can send you an offer. Uh, so you can open that stream of conversation with them. Yeah. I did it for one of my holidays. We went to Margate for the weekend because I was like, got to do a UK break in here somewhere. <laughs> Represent the, the GB. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, we messaged maybe the day before we went and we got the place for more than half price off.
2: That's incredible. So
0: it's good for UK breaks where Mm -hmm. it's dependent on a train fare rather than a plane fare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it can be done.
1: Yeah. So obviously this is, you know, a podcast for students. Mm -hmm. So we were just wondering if you had any tips for how students specifically can save money on travelling. So, I don't know, like NUS discounts, that kind of thing. I don't know if you know much
0: about that. For students, I mean, I truly truly believe that the way to get cheap holidays is the same for everybody, you know, it's look around, but the great thing for students is obviously you do not have to travel in peak times, I know that's a really obvious one to say, but have you got a reading week? Yeah. Bet Mm -hmm. it's not in half term, you know, what a great, oh sorry, no, you should be reading, (laughs) take a book with you. Uh,
2: Do your essays, come on.
0: Yeah, exactly, but... You finish university for the summer holidays, cracking. It's all about using your time wisely, yeah. And of course, taking your student ID with you because so many places, especially in Europe, give yeah. further discounts for students, and they will accept your UK student I, I ID. I use mine
2: abroad. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I know in um, Paris they have loads of discounts. Not even if you're a student, but if you're a twenty six under. Oh really? Yeah. So, like, if you're going to the Louvre or anything like that, if you've got your ID on you and you can prove that you're a young person, uh, you can get it a yeah. whole lot cheaper. Um, and I guess there are there are places that do offer student discount uh, discounts, but uh, just check. Yeah. And that sounds it's really mm-hmm. simple, isn't it? I just agree. Google it before you yeah. book anything. Because they're not Does always cheaper
2: st- than like the the kind of. Yeah. the deal alternative like sometimes they kind of the listed student price I kind of feel like maybe they list the price thinking oh it's cheaper than like you know the the RRP on the hotel's website so mm-hmm. people will think this is cheaper but actually if you go through a comparison site mm-hmm. it's even cheaper than the student deal
0: yeah yeah definitely and also and I say this to everybody before you book any flights or anything like that get on twitter search for the brand name put in the words promo code Put them in the words, discount code. Great shout. Because I do this for everything I book. Hotels.com, promo code. You know, you never know what's going to come up. And also a lot of the sites that collate those discount codes, that is where they'll also put the student discount. Okay. If there is one. Yeah. You know the websites, I mean. I know what you mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. So if there is a student discount code, it should be on that website too.
2: Cool. And Ooh. in fact, that kind of, I guess in a way, that's a little bit of a of a hack in a way. Um and I remember you mentioning uh, one of your hacks where you got free upgrades in a hotel um, mm. by messaging ahead. Now, tell us more about this because this... I get
0: a lot of free upgrades I'm, in I'm trying this.
2: I'm going to try this on my next holiday. So I'm going to report back as to how successful this <laughs> is for me. Please do.
0: Please do. Well, yeah, I, I refuse to uh, not even... I have to try. If I stay yeah. in a hotel, I'm like, I'm getting myself an upgrade. Yeah. And it is on the basis of... We've all heard it before. Tell them it's a special occasion. And when people feel awkward about it, this is what I have to say to you. It is a special occasion. You're on holiday and you're spending your money.
2: And you're fabulous. And you are
0: worth it. But it is. You know, if you're on holiday, that's probably your one or two... You know, you're not like me. going on, bloody (laughs) ten. That's your one or two times a year yeah. that you're relaxing. treat. You know, you deserve that upgrade. Yeah. Um, so this is the way that I like to do it, which <laughs> is quite um a more casual way. Yeah. And it will make you feel a bit less awkward about yourself. Um. But I love going in with a, hi there, coming to stay. Hotel looks amazing. Following you on Instagram. I'm so excited every yeah. time a photo comes up straight away, get in there, say something nice, butter them up, they'll know what's coming. (laughs) Um, But then say something like, I'm travelling with my friend, boyfriend, mum, whatever, this is the one to go for, job promotion. Because yeah. you can't, pro, pro you don't need an ID to prove yeah. anyone's birthday, you don't need to be wearing a ring to say you're engaged, it could be your mum, your brother, your dog. Tell you, you what, know. I'm in luck,
2: because I'm going on holiday next month with my girlfriend, who has just got a new job. There we
0: go. And
2: what's more, she's a vet, which means that her official title is doctor, and I've heard a theory that if you list your title as doctor, or like, <sighs> some kind of military title or something like that, then airlines will look favourably upon you when it comes um, to like, oh. free upgrades. So fingers crossed... Her doctor status will get us bumped up to business class. (laughs) Oh my goodness,
0: I'm going to enrol for a doctorate instantly. (laughs) Maybe there's an online course for that somewhere. Um, Yeah, but honestly, job promotion is quite... If you feel a bit awkward about it, go for job promotion. And then, so it doesn't seem so blatant that you're just emailing to say, Mm. they've got a job promotion. uh, Why not put in there, therefore can you recommend any nice restaurants in the area? Because I'd love to give them a really nice treat when they arrive. Yeah. Well,
1: so that way, way you told
0: them that it's a special occasion. Yeah, um, but If it's a good hotel, and if they you know, have got the capability, mm. they, they will upgrade you. Ultimately, it, it works a lot of the time. And I, I have a YouTube channel and a blog and all this stuff. I never mention that. And oh, I still wow. get upgrades. Wow. So it's not yeah. about having a brand yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. like that. Because at the end of the day,
2: Guys, don't you know I'm Chelsea Travel.
0: You <laughs> Do you yeah, know? I, <laughs> I say that. I've got I haven't got many followers whatever, you know. But I could use that if yeah. I wanted to, but I don't think you need to, because at the end of the day, they want to make people happy and it's all about getting people to to look at their brand mm. and remember it and have that emotional attachment to it you know that that's yeah. the psychology behind them giving you an upgrade
1: cool anyway so that's all we've got time for today uh, thank you for joining us Chelsea. thank you for having me um, yeah and as you said we'll put all the links the links to chelsea's uh, channel and all that on the podcast page on the website bye yeah. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Chelsea. I know there's so many things that I'm gonna go away now and Google and make a note of the next time I book my holidays. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Um, so what are we talking about next week, Tom?
2: Uh, balls. Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 We've just practiced that about like five times and it's still still cracking us up. What Tom means by that is we're actually gonna be talking about um, end of year events, like nights out, parties, formal wear. All the stuff that happens at the end of term and costs loads of money. Summer balls. Summer balls, (laughs) Yeah, so um, tune in for that. And uh, thanks for joining me, Tom.
2: Thank you for having me again.
1: And we'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of No More Beans. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on.